Welcome, welcome to my live. Today, yes, I wanna talk to you guys about um, how to love yourself and others at the same time. And um, yesterday I posted on my story asking you guys um, what you guys would like me to talk about for the live this week, aka today. And I got a ton of requests for confidence, self-love, relationships, toxic environments. So I was thinking about how can I combine it all and talk about all of it with you guys. And I, I feel like it all boils down back to um, loving yourself and other people and finding that balance. I think it can relate to all of these requests that you guys sent me. So this is why I wanted to talk about this topic again. I'm going to bring back um, a couple weeks ago, I did a live on the art of detachment. So, you know, one of my favorite mantras is um, attached to nothing and connected to everything. So that's a huge part of what I want to talk about today. But I really want to give you guys some tips on like how you can really find that balance with loving yourself, becoming really powerful within yourself and confidence, uh, finding that confidence within yourself, but also continuing to respect others, understand others, empathize with others, even if there's like a lot of challenging relationships in your life. So that's really what I wanted to talk about today so thank you guys all for joining um if you guys feel free to share questions or comments as i go along again i will read them this way but yeah and then a little plug before i get into it uh subscribe to my youtube i think i'm gonna start posting these instead of on my igtv i'm gonna post on my youtube afterwards and uh sign up for my email newsletter um it's in my bio link these are all in my bio link and you guys can also book one-on-one -on -one calls with me. So if you guys want to have a converse, conscious conversation with me, you can book it through my bio link. With whoever in your life that's maybe a bit challenging, your thought automatically first goes towards like, why are they being this way? Why are they being that way? Why can't they be more like this? Like, I feel like I'm right and you feel like you're doing the best you can, right? But the more we focus on that, we're attaching to them. We're attaching ourselves to their approval and their validation. And the thing is, often we forget that every single person really is trying their best, especially if it's like family members triggering you. You have to understand that most, every single person is doing their best. Every single person at, our, at the very end, we're just trying to find love, right? Find love within our relationships, find love with ourselves and others. And the reason why it's triggering or challenging is just because we have a lot of differences in personalities or whatever we feel the other person is feeling too, right? Like again, if you're feeling a lot of times um, triggered by someone, you're often putting blame on them. And even if you feel like you're not uh, expressing that to them, they can sense it. Just think about it. If you're constantly triggered by someone around them, you're not going, you're going to be more sensitive. You're going to be more defensive. And even if you feel like you're not like getting upset or you're not getting angry, they can sense it. And if they sense it and they can feel the energy of you thinking that they're wrong or you trying to defend yourself against them, they're naturally going to show that to you as well. So that's really what I noticed with my mom. Like, um, when I used to get triggered by her a lot, I would, and this time around, I just came back to my home in Langley a couple days ago. So I think like the first two days coming back, I haven't lived with her in a long time. Like it took some getting used to too. And 
Um, but, but whenever I got upset, she can sense it. Like I would get more quiet. I would get kind of like defensive, even if I don't say much, but when she senses that from me, she will build up her, her walls too, right? Like she can't tell what I'm thinking and she wants to, and she feels that she's just trying to take care of me and be considerate of me. So in her mind, she's also thinking she's doing everything she can to show her love in her own way. So why am I also not responding in the way that, you know, she, uh, she wants me to. So what I learned, again, going back to the whole thing about detachment, I'm going to explain this now. Um, when you are able to truly detach from all situations and all people in your life, that is when you can actually connect with them the most. So um, tactically, tangibly, what that means is every day, with every interaction that you go through in that very present moment, when you're physically in the moment with the person, you want to give them your full attention. You want to be present. You want to be aware. You want to also be conscious. So you're not being reactive. You're taking time to whenever someone is like, you know, talking to you or doing something with you, take the time to observe what's happening. Take the time to think about like what, you know, what is their goal? And usually your goals are aligned. Like no one really goes into any interaction wanting a bad uh, outcome, right? We're all seeking connection. So knowing that you can go into every interaction with a good mindset, being present. And in that moment, when you're with someone, really connect with them, really try your best to be there, be empathetic, be open, take your time to respond, especially again, if it's with triggering people in that moment, don't be afraid to slow down, take a few moments to like take some deep breaths before you respond, especially if like a triggers triggering situation comes up. But then after that, that moment, just let it go. That is really the key with anything in life. That is how you do it in the present moment. Do your best in the present moment, observe, respond, try your best. But then once that moment passes, completely detach from it, regardless of who it is, what you're doing, just detach. You can reflect and think about what happened in that instance. You can like learn from it. You can observe it, you know, journal, like write things down. But then again, after that moment, let it pass. And I'm not even saying just for bad things, good things as well. You know, we often life is all about highs and lows, right? We're, you can't escape that. There's always going to be highs are always going to be lows in the moments. Enjoy your highs, like live to the fullest. Like when you're feeling great, freaking immerse yourself in it. Feel it completely. And when you're feeling down where you're when you're when something is happening, learn from it. Be 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 there. But then once it passes, even the good moments, let it go, because if we hold on to the good moments and we're like, oh, my gosh, I was so happy yesterday. I felt like I was on such a high, but today I feel low. Why? And if you start to think about it too much, that's only going to cause you stress. So even the good moments, when it's good, enjoy it, be all about it. But once it passes, let it go. And that's how we live and go into every single new moment with a feeling of excitement, anticipation and openness for everything, because no matter if it's good or bad, if it's good, great. But if it's bad, it's always a learning experience, right? So that is really how, like in a nutshell, that concept connected to everything, detached from or attached to nothing connected to everything. That's what it really means. And I think if you can really truly understand the concept and use it with every single situation and every single person that you you come across every day, 
it's going to just make your life easier. And I actually think it addresses so many of the questions and the requests that you guys send me, whether it's about confidence, whether it's about self-love, whether it's about toxic environments. If you use this concept as a way of living, it's going to make so many things a lot easier. For you to be able to get to a place where you're very conscious and aware of like your energy, you're able to be present with every situation and every single person you meet in your everyday, but be able to detach yourself when you need to and be able to um, recognize like what emotions or what's happening that you're actually uh, expressing versus someone else putting on you to be able to like some, sometimes it's very gray and sometimes it's very subtle. So be so to be able to truly recognize these differences, you have to be first fully aware of who you are and who you are within fully aware of like understanding yourself. And I think a lot of people live their whole lives without knowing who they really are. And it's very easy to do that too, because again, in our society nowadays, like what, like, what do we do? We, we're born, we get put into school, we go to school, school tells us what to do, we graduate, we find a job, and we feel like, okay, now we just have to like find a partner, uh, settle down, um, you know, have babies, and then like die, you know? So people are just focused on these like steps in life that society tells us we have to go, and they never really take the time to really understand who we really are, right? And um, some people might become aware of like hidden pat, uh, passions or interests, but they also never really go after it. So the first step in this like path of like self-love, self-development and to actualize your fullest potential in life. Again, it all comes down to awareness, like being able to become aware and observe yourself, experiment with yourself, really, truly understanding yourself. That has to be number one before you can do anything, before you can fix any relationships in your life, you have to first really know who you are. How do we know ourselves? How do we become aware of who we truly are? It goes back to things, This is these are the things that you often see on social media. You gotta start first building up a routine. You gotta find time in your everyday for you to reflect upon yourself and for you to learn about yourself. You guys see this all the time on social media and there's a reason why you see it all the time on social media. Meditation, taking care of your body, working out, prioritizing yourself, self-love practices. A lot of people though, they look at all these like self-love, self-care posts and they just automatically go into the mode of like, okay, check, check, check. This post tells me I need to eat properly and I need to meditate and I need to journal. So I'm just going to do these things because it tells it's telling me to No, man. Why are you doing these things? Like understand why these things will help you. Okay. Truly understand what the point of these things are. Don't just like check off, check off your list and like follow these random tasks, not knowing what it's for. Why do you meditate? Why are you journaling? Why are you eating right? Why are you taking care of your body? They're all connected. Why do you need routine in your life? It all comes down to, again, finding yourself, um, becoming aware of yourself. For me, honestly, building a daily routine really helped me check all these points. And after now that I have a really solid routine starting, even see like I've been traveling and I was I, I have been able to maintain my routine because I took the time and work to get myself up to this point. And I also, once you really get into your routine, you're going to start to really reap the benefits. You're going to realize that, holy shit, like this is helping me become 
the person I always want to be. And part of it should always include a point of reflection. So this is really where, how you can get to a point where you truly understand yourself. So for me, it's my meditation phase. When I, I meditate first and then I journal. And by doing this consistently every single day, it has allowed me to understand myself better and better. Um, I've recommended this app to uh, on like almost all my lives. They should just sponsor me, but it's a free app. You guys can download it from iOS or Android. It's called Dalio, D-A-Y-L-I-O. And it's a mood tracker, activity tracker, and journaling app. My background before I started doing all this like stuff online is in digital marketing. And it, I, I, would, I specialize in like data digital marketing. So this shit, I love it. So what it does is like download the app and you guys can see for yourself, but it, you can track your mood every day. You can track everything you did during the day. So I literally try to track everything. You can put in your own custom activities and there's a journaling section. So I, during my meditation, after I meditate, and again, the point of meditation is just to like clear your mind. You can also go into meditation by asking questions. So, you know, if your goal is to understand yourself more, you can be like, okay, I'm about to meditate why have I been feeling kind of low recently? Or why have I been feeling triggered recently? You can ask questions. Ask these questions out loud and then go into your meditation. And then uh, allow the first like bit of your meditation be a practice of letting go. Just clearing your mind, letting everything go. But you already have your intention, right? So before you get into that point, say, ask your question, say your intention. But once you get into it first, just let things go. Because before answers can come to you, you got to clear out your mind. So you let things go, let everything go, clear out your space, get to a place of groundedness and like calm and peace. And then naturally, the answers will come to you. When you're feeling relaxed, calm, grounded is when all your answers, it's the only time your true answers will come to you. So that is like how I do the meditation. So after I do that, I meditate, I pull out my daily app and I reflect on my previous day. So I'll be like, okay, overall on average, how did I feel yesterday? And you can put your mood. So it could be like, not great, amazing, you know, mediocre. <laughs> put in your mood and then you can track literally everything you did. So I will track things like, what did I eat? What kind of, did I, did I eat at home or did I eat at a restaurant? Did I work out? Did I meditate? Did I talk to people? Did I see people? Did I hug people? Um, did I go for a walk? I just like track the main things I do in my everyday and I focus on relationships a lot too because I wanna see all my interactions in the past day, how did that, how did it affect my mood? So I track all the activities and then there's a little journaling section where I will like write um, my journal entry. Some days I, you know, when you're really busy, uh, it depends on you. Make it how it will work for you. But if you guys want tips on journaling, what I what I like to do is uh, I do three sections, okay? The first section, I talk about what I did. So it's literally a journal. So I'll be like, yesterday, I did this. I met these people. I did that. The next section is how did I feel, okay? So after I talk about what I did, I'll talk about overall, how did I feel yesterday? You know, yesterday I felt uplifted. I felt... Um, warm and free or like i felt stress i felt anger you can put whatever you want like multiple emotions third section is what did i learn okay i'll put like a lesson or a reminder something that 
click for me. And a lot of times it won't come to you until you're reflecting that day, the ne next day. But see, like doing that every single day, that's only gonna allow you to learn about yourself more and more. And using an app like this, you can almost treat yourself as an experiment. So like you're observing yourself, you're looking at your patterns. Oh yeah, and then the best thing about the app, um, in time, you can start to see trends. You'll be like, holy shit, like whenever I'm feeling down, usually it's associated to these activities or whenever I'm feeling great, it's associated to these activities. Or you can even be like, oh my gosh, it seems like I'm usually happier midweek or I'm usually happier like on the weekends or like you can start to see all these like data and trends about yourself. So it really helps you to understand who you are. Confidence really is just about you knowing who you are, accepting yourself fully for who you are. And when I say knowing who you are too, it's it's also like when we talk about self-love, it is partially like accepting all your strengths and your weaknesses, your flaws. And your flaws never really see them as weaknesses because it makes you who you are. And a lot of times like our flaws or what we think are flaws in certain, um, it's situational. In certain situations, they're your strengths. Like they're what makes you unique and it, like eccentric, but in a great way. And we're our own biggest critics. Like we see them as faults in certain situations. So um, the uh, understanding and accepting yourself is accepting all of you, like who you are, all your strengths and all your flaws. And, you know, especially those of you, if you guys are following me, you're obviously into like self-development. Also understand that it's great that we want to evolve. Like it's great that we want to make ourselves better, but we're already perfect just the way we are, guys. We really are. You know, you have to find again that balance of knowing that you can, you're already good enough. Like you already deserve everything because you're you. You don't need to try so hard. Like just be you and the best part of you reaching your fullest potential is being you like truly you okay and then you can continue to want to refine yourself and evolve yourself but freaking love yourself now like who you are now the reason why um what i said earlier about like really loving yourself and understanding yourself is so important is again i'm gonna bring my mom back as an example hopefully she's like mom are you on this live like <laughs> know that this is from a place of love <laughs> um so you know like there's a lot of differences between me and my mom but i know at her core she truly loves me like so much right she just wants the best for me but in the past the reason why we had struggles or we fought a lot or i was defensive and sensitive a lot of times is because i actually wasn't confident enough in myself i actually didn't know who i am completely and when we're not confident and when we don't truly know who you uh, we are and we're not grounded that is when we're more easily react be that is when we will more easily become reactive and defensive think about it because if you're really like i know who the fuck i am who i want to be and i'm confident i don't need anyone's approval or validation you can be like that and still love others right but if you're really in that place of just like calm confidence regardless of what people say to you it doesn't matter you can still respond to them in a very calm way loving way and if they don't see what you see you're okay because you're detaching you're letting it go you're like it's fine like it's okay i'm gonna i will express what i need to express within my own energy bubble but if you can't see it you can't accept it i can still love you and i can still connect with you but i'm not gonna let you affect who i am imagine 
an energy field around you, okay? And this is not even made up. If you look into quantum physics, okay? This is literal. we're quantum beings, we're energy beings. So this literally is our aura. You know, you guys have heard of auras, your energy field, right? We all have an energy field around us, okay? Okay, so with every situation you come across with every single person, just imagine your energy field, okay? Imagine you have this like energy field around you and you don't have time and you don't want to waste your time and energy by protruding another's energy bubble, right? You're in your own energy bubble and you're good, right? We just want to attract good into our lives. We want to attract good things. We don't want to go out there and like chase after things. We're good in our own bubble. If we vibe and you're on the same wavelength as me, as me, you can come to me, you know, we can chill, but I'm not going to waste my time and energy to go and like poke someone else's energy bubble to go and like prove my point to you. If you're not receptive to it, I'm like trying to chase you. No, I don't want to lose my energy. This is my energy bubble. Okay. I have a lot of love in my energy bubble, but I'm not going to lose it for like stupid shit. Right. So my energy bubble <laughs> and then even if you want something from someone, the way to do it, the answer again is not to chase them. We're not going to chase them. We're not going to get out of our energy bubble. We're going to, the way we're going to do it is we're going to enhance our energy bubble. We're going to make our energy even stronger. Like the way to attract other people, the way to get what we want from other people is to attract them to us. We're going to make ourselves even more powerful. If we want something from someone, you can still communicate with them, but you're not going to do it in a way where they feel that desperateness or that attachment. Again, you're detached. I'm detached from you, but I want to connect with you. Okay. So we're detached, but I want to connect with you. So the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to show my best self. I'm going to keep just focusing on myself and what I want to do and who I want to be. I'm going to communicate with you and like, open up that door, that opportunity for us to connect because I do have a goal here, but I'm not going to chase you. I'm going to just let it be. I'm going to just be chill. I'm going to continue to work on myself. The more I do that, the more confident and strong I can build up my energy around me, the more you're going to become attracted to me. So never go out of your way to go chase somewhere or chase any situation. Do your best again in the moments to connect whether it's relationships, whether it's getting a job you want, whether it's you're at school and you want to do a good job with your homework and or with your professors, with your freaking uh, schoolmates, anything in life. You want to just build up yourself. You want to attract them into you and you're never chasing. OK, me saying all this. I hope you guys understand it really is a balance, okay? We really need to find that balance of loving ourselves, but also other people. Because if you guys truly can see that we're all connected, we're all energy, you will also understand that you can't escape one from the other. Do you understand what I mean? You can never truly only love yourselves or only love other people. You can't sacrifice one or the other. Because we're all connected, the real... Uh, key to happiness and success in life really is to do both because you can't cut one from the other. So knowing that you have to find that balance of like being a bad bitch, being confident, staying within your energy fields, but every single person you interact with, never wish them harm, never be spiteful, never be petty, like never try to like manipulate them because whatever energy you put out, you it will come back to you in some form even if you feel like you're sneakily like doing something and you're like manipulating them in a very smart way that is still manipulation like 
this is a bit more esoteric and like spiritual but if you are spiritual then you must become conscious of this like nothing is truly hidden if you know that our consciousness is all connected nothing you can truly hide so you actually want to be your best self when you're alone when you're deep in your thoughts when you're reflecting on your relationships with others the way to success in your mind you always want to think about okay that was not like regardless if the situation was good or bad let's say it was a bad interaction with someone you'll be like that was not a good interaction like yo that made me super stressful i did not like that energy there that person did not give me good energy but then your mind should go to instead of being like what the hell what's wrong with them like who do they think they are the thing is it's okay we're human i think like that all the time too but just catch yourself thinking those thoughts and then turn it around and be like wait what is this current moment trying to teach me that happened for a reason that was a bad interaction for a reason like why did i feel so negative about that and like what were they trying to show me even if they're not conscious of it again everyone is only a mirror and a reflection of us so you can start to switch your mindset and be like i didn't like that interaction i didn't like that energy but i want to learn from it i want to understand what exactly happened so i could become a better version of me the next time i'm dealing with something similar how can i best resolve this now or how can i do better next time where i'm able to protect myself and love myself but i'm not going to be causing harm to that other person we always want to think like that because that really is the end goal if we start to like point fingers see all the separation in the world right now all the divide where it's all separation divides and like arguments and all this it comes from a place of like us like getting defensive again getting our walls up thinking that they're wrong i'm right the the truth is there is truth in all perspectives there's some reason in all perspectives so we can have our own opinions and our own thoughts and that's fine and we can have differences that's part of what makes life beautiful if we all literally think the same have the same beliefs see things the same our life we would be nothing because we literally have no ways of uh, innovating ourselves becoming creative and like creating something new or sparking new ideas because the way to sparking new ideas and new creation is to have diversity you know but we're able we we can at least get to a place where we allow everyone to fully be themselves to express themselves openly express their perspective we will express our perspective we can come to a point where we're like you know i thank you for sharing that because that was such a good insight i didn't think of it that way i might still not agree with you but now you added to my knowledge bank of life like every new perspective i get i try to think of it that way now take a moment even if you truly don't agree with it just be like you know what i'm grateful that i understand how different people think this is my last like note for today but this really is a life hack the way for you to build and heal all relationships in your life is to use empathy and when i say empathy and using it as a life hack is you can even like write this down every single person in your life look at each of them and understand them be like my mom my best friend my boyfriend girlfriend my brothers and sisters my grandparents my teacher my boss look at each one of them 
and reflect on who they are, what they like to do, okay? Each one of them think about their own interests, passions, and strengths, okay? So your mom, like, what is she good at? What does she like to do? What are her strengths? The strengths is really important because that is how you can really flow through all of your relationships. The more you can show the person you're interacting with, um, they're good back to them, the better that relationship will be, especially if you're trying to heal a relationship. There's always going to be triggering people in our lives. Some people you can cut off because you don't really have a need for them to be in your life. But this is my belief. A lot of like triggering relationships, you have to be careful of labeling them as toxic right away, especially if you can feel that there are other qualities or like you know that there's a challenging feeling, but there is love there. Like, you know that you you do love each other. It, it's a sticky, it's like a gray area. So I'm not going to get too deep into it right now. But what I'm saying is like, for example, a family member, you know, you guys love each other, but they're also triggering. So how do you best heal that relationship? Find the qualities that you admire in them. Find the qualities that they admire in themselves and do more of those things with them or show more of those things to them in order for you to get to a place where you can communicate better and then once you can communicate better that means you can understand each other better and once you can understand each other better that means you can heal that relationship so let's say my mom like if you look at her kitchen she has a ton of cooking devices so sometimes if we're not aligning on certain things i will start to think okay maybe i'll cook something with her and while i'm cooking with her i can learn tips from her and that makes her happy because she loves to make food and through those conversations after she's in a happy place then maybe i can bring up some things that we can talk about right so Always just try to understand and empathize with the people around you and understand who they truly are. Take your time to really understand and observe other people. Don't just put all the focus on yourself all the time. Really go and understand the people around you, who they are. And then use that though as a strategy, a life hack for you to build that relationship for you to heal that relationship. And the more you do that with others, you're going to notice it and they're going to start to do that more with you too. That is it for today. Thank you guys all for joining. I love you guys so much. Like I'm, you guys honestly keep me going. Like when I see your comments and when you guys are engaging my content, when I see that I'm actually helping you guys, it really, really makes me happy. So thank you guys so much. And um, yeah, that's it. Okay, I'm gonna end it here. Have a beautiful day. I will see you guys soon. Remember, always stay true to you. Always stay true to you from new to you. Okay, bye guys, bye guys.